What's up, what's up, what's up, you beautiful and sexy you? You are tuned in to Get What You Want with host Jessica Brothers. Sharing these secrets to feeling powerful, healthy, and ageless so you can stop that cycle you're in and break free to live the incredible quality of life you deserve. Welcome to the Get What You Want podcast. This episode is sponsored by Free healthybook.com. If you would like to know why you feel tired, unmotivated, and can't lose that last weight, and how to start feeling powerful, healthy, and ageless, then go to freehealthybook.com. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast, Get What You Want. I am your host, Jessica Brothers. Here we have our beautiful guest, Bethany, today. She is a phenomenal coach with a phenomenal story. She comes from Kapir Enterprises. She's a transformation coach. We will tell you at the end of the podcast how you can connect further with her. But today, we're going to dive deep into the title of how to own your power through your core values. So here we go. So Bethany, I am so excited to have you here today and speak with you. We spoke a little bit yesterday and I know that this conversation today, I mean, yesterday was amazing. I can only imagine how beautiful today's conversation is going to go. Let me tell you, Bethany is a rock star in the making, for sure. She's been through some really similar kind of um, experiences as, as I was when I was younger. So we connect a lot on that. And I know bring, bringing you here today, Bethany, that uh, you're going to provide so much value to everyone listening. So I appreciate you being here today. Welcome, Bethany. And Thank and- you. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored. Ah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your journey. What did you know? Share one story with us. Probably the one that maybe hurt you the most. What that looked like and felt like for you before you started discovering your highest values. Oh my gosh, a story that hurt me the most. You know, I feel like it's been a journey of ups and downs and all arounds. To be quite honest, there's there's several that can come to mind, but. Why not start at the beginning? Um, I think the story that hurt me the most in terms of discovering my highest values, well, I could tell one that probably held me back the most. When I didn't understand my highest values, I was not connected to my decision-making, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't in steering clear of the right directions in my life. And I think what held me back the most, what hurt me the most emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually was entering into a relationship that was not aligned with my core values. And, you know, at first it was beautiful. Um, He was not aligned spiritually with me. And I just, I kept making excuses over and over like, oh, I can, I can witness Um, he's really good to my kids, you know, making excuses like that. And, um, slowly but surely I discovered that he was very abusive, actually, not just mentally, not just emotionally, but physically, um, to the point where I lost my, almost lost my life a couple times. Mm. 
And it took a lot of grit. It took a lot of grace, a lot of prayers, a lot of tears, um, a lot of questions and maneuvering to exit that relationship safely. But that was one of my biggest learning lessons of how important it is to be 100% connected to your values because uh, yes. that lesson alone impacted every area of my life. Yeah, and absolutely. And it was a domino effect because when it when you're, especially when you're a mother, it doesn't just affect you. It affects your children. It affects your other relationships with your friends and your family, everything around you. So it, yeah. it really doesn't even just become about you. It becomes about how you affect and emanate out to others. Yeah. Would you say, cause I, I was in a very similar situation. I could not agree more, Bethany, that if you don't know your core values, if you don't know what you stand for, you don't have your own boundaries, how do you know you're in the right relationship, right? How do you know that you're sacrificing yourself in a relationship? And I felt, maybe you can relate to this. I felt when I realized I was in an abusive relationship, I look back now and of course, when you first meet the person, it, it's not like that, right? So I, you think, how did I get here? How did I get, how did I allow this to happen to the point where, you know, I'm fearing for my life. I'm fearing for my future. I'm fearing for my kids. And for me, not having my core values, my boundaries, knowing who I was, it's these, it's these little incrementals, right? That you just, oh, it, that's okay. We're just going to let that slide. And then the next one, oh, we'll just let that slide. And before you know, it's more and more and it compounds, right? Into, into the Absolutely. place of, of, of where you find yourself. So, so first off, thank you for sharing that. And second off, how did you get out of that? How did I get out of that? That's a really good question. I remember thinking to myself, how am I going to get out of this? Because it was to the point where I couldn't, I could hardly leave the home. I had to delete friends. I had to delete certain family members. I, when I left the house, I could only leave the house with this person. And I basically couldn't look at other people and I couldn't even look at the ground because then that made that person look bad. So you, you were constantly walking on eggshells and who do I talk to? And there's that fear of like, what happens once I do talk to somebody? But finally, um, a girlfriend to me, she was actually very much just an acquaintance. And I have to say, I reached out to several other organizations. I made an effort to go to several different churches. And I, I think, you know, churches are great and churches are meant to be there for women. I think that, you know, that they're also humans, right? And there's there's room for error in, in human actions. And so unfortunately, none of that helped. And so I was you know, just sitting around praying. And I was afraid to tell my family, you know, because my, my parents, what they would think, like, how did you find, I was actually afraid that they would say you were in this because of your choices. Good luck. Mm. That's where I was emotionally and mentally yes. with my family. And so I, I knew I didn't have the support of them. So I, I really just started to pray. And, and said, God, you need to help me get out of this. I don't know how else I'm going to do it. I remember when I was driving him to a job interview because I was paying all the bills, actually. I was wow. driving him to a job interview. He got mad about something that he thought 
it kind of made up in his head and he started punching me in the chest while I was driving. And I, I'd never done this, but I just dialed 911 and I left 911 on call on my lap. And I thought if they hear this, they can at least trace it. Right. And if they can trace it, if I end up dying, they'll find me. Like all these thoughts are going through my head. Wow. And, um, I didn't realize, you know, once I dropped him off, I hung up, I got a call back from the police and they, they said, we need to come out. You made a domestic call. We heard what was going on. And I was like, no, 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 you can't come out because if you come out and he, he, you know, confronted, if you leave, I'll die. Like, I just, I just knew that. And, um, you know, I, I was like, let's go pick up the kids. Let's go get dinner. Like I was avoiding going home, trying to figure out like how I could navigate around this. Well, mm. they kept coming back and coming back. And eventually I convinced them, you know, they wanted to take him down. And I said, please don't, please don't, because I knew it would be so much worse if they did, but they made him leave. And when he left, I called a friend and I said, I can't do this anymore. I need, I really, I need somebody. I don't know what to do because, and she was the one friend who commented, even though I hardly know you, I know who you used to be. You used to be energetic and zesty and smiley and gritty and always looking to help people. And you seem so solemn now. What happened? Mm. And so I called her and I said, I'm ready to tell you what happened. And I really need some help. I don't know where else to go. Wow. And even though she hardly knew me, she took her van and she drove up. He had gone out of town for, I was supposed to be some sort of business. It wasn't, it was to be with another woman, of course. So she packed up the van with me and moved me out. She worked with me. We found an apartment and um, it was the one person, wasn't a family, wasn't church, was someone I hardly knew, but it was the one person that identified a need and cared enough to meet it. Wow. And wow. that, yeah, hardly even knowing me. And I mean, she and her husband drove two hours while I was at work to go pick up a couch for me. Cause that was one thing I didn't own. Everything else was mine. And I left him a couch and a pot of water uh, oil. So, you know, going through, so when I was in the situation as well, you know, I went to my family and, and told them what was going on. And it, it's, mm. um, it's very inspiring, but uh, it's very inspiring that someone that barely knew you was willing to help you the most, but it's also the reason why they probably helped you. And let me explain this because when I was in that situation, went mm. to my family um you know, the response I got was, well, you're going to have issues in every relationship. You already know these issues. Why don't you just <laughs> work through them? Uh, because, you know, there's no one perfect out there. And that's when I knew I was alone. Mm -hmm. So for me, hearing that, that someone that barely knew you was the one that helped you, it makes perfect sense. Because they weren't involved in the situation. They didn't have that emotional <laughs> connection. They, they were on the outside saying, wow. Bethany has changed. She's screaming for help. And I know who Bethany truly is. Let's get her back there. And that, so it makes sense that the person that knew you the least was the one to be most helpful, you know, and is, is that kind of how you see it now today? Or how, how would you view that? Oh, 
Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you know what's so sad is that society is so preconditioned mm. to respond to the offer of help of what do you want from me? You know, what do you, <laughs> what do you need from me in yes. return for you helping me? And I'm like, no, I just want to help you because I care and I see a need and I have compassion and I've been there and other people have helped me. So I want to pay it forward. If I can better someone else's life, if I can give them, I don't even like to say hope because hope leaves room for uncertainty. Yes, it if does. I can provide a, a resolution, a solution, certainty, and that's what I do is I, I, I see needs in people and I say, how can we fix this? Mm. And it's not me fixing it for you because you have everything you need within you to fix it yourself. You Truth. just need to find it. You just need to have it brought out. You have so much power, so much grit, so much grace in life. But but through these limiting beliefs that put in others, OPOs, other people's opinions, um, and, you know, beating down of the mind, because honestly, even in that relationship, I started to believe it. It was like, even though I paid the bills, it, you'll be nothing without me. You won't survive without me. If you leave, I'll find you. Like you start to believe all these. Oh, yes. Tearing your power and, away. And embody them, you know? Right. Right. So I can see that. But for me, I don't view that as something harmful that happened in my life. I view that as taking pain and turning it into purpose because oh, I, I can that. see in a woman's eyes now. I can just look at a woman and go, she's she's being abused. And, and because I know the fear around it and I know the uncertainty and like, what happens if I try to leave this relationship? Are they going to find me? Are they going to hurt me? Who's going to help me? How am I going to make money? You know, I've navigated through all of those situations where once I, I see that, I know that I can help those other women navigate through that and, and yes. reach that solution and that hope and not just, not just a solution, but thrive. Right, mm. because everybody wants to thrive. It's like you're on the other side of the the table now. You're now the woman who barely knows these other women that see their pain, right. that see it in their eyes because you're on the outside, you're not emotionally connected, and you're gonna help pull them out the way someone did for you. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I love it. Yes. So, so yes. Bethany, tell I mean, me, isn't more. that what we're called to do? Oh, absolutely, to help and serve and bring out the power in each other. That is that is the biggest thing that I speak about is our power, how we give it away over and over again. And especially a group of women, we need to learn how to empower each other instead of tearing it down. I think that is, is so Absolutely. needed in today's world. But uh, so Bethany, I wanna learn more about your journey now, you know, about your core values, what your core values are, what you do today and who you help. Absolutely. Who I help. Oh my gosh. So let's start with um, who I am. You know, I, uh, what I do today is I am a freedom and connection coach. So I really help people sh strip away the, the limiting beliefs, the, the feel of uncertainty um, in their lives and really connect with themselves. Because I think in a world where 
people are off, you know, you have the metaverse, you have Zoom, you have this class, you have that class, this mastermind, that mastermind. We have so many ways to stay busy and, and try to find our connection, if you mm. will. But unless you are truly, truly connected to yourself and know your core values, you're constantly going to be chasing fulfillment and never finding it because you are the only one that can fulfill yourself. And then everything else and everyone else is just an add-on. Mm -hmm. And so quite honestly, it's, it's really getting internal and figuring out what is my highest value. You know, we, we talk about the core five, you can have multiple values, but really resonating and focusing on with the four or five in your life. And those sub values of that is what's going to allow you to connect with what's meant for you, the people who are meant for you, and ultimately offer you the most fulfilling uh, relationships and experiences in life. And, you know, everything else that isn't meant for you might fall off. It might be a season of what feels like loss, but it's really just detoxing your body of what's not yes. meant for you and allowing that space and that energy to be present for everything that is meant for you. And it's called being in the flow. And ah, even yes. when you're going through moments, moments and tests in your life, you know, because you made decisions based on your highest values, you've connected with people and your highest values, even when those tests come and they should, because that's what gives us the growth. You know, we, no one wants to stay stagnant. Um, you know, you're in the flow, you know, this was meant for you. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. You can embrace it and know, okay, you're not asking why anymore. You're asking what, and there's almost an element of excitement because you're like, Ooh, what's on the other side of this? Because I know it's going to be really good. <laughs> I know? love it. So I love, I, mean, I love it your language. so much certainty. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep going. I just want to tell you, I, I absolutely love yeah. your language. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And, and that's really what I, I help people do is identify their, their core values. Like what, let's strip away those limiting beliefs. Cause I think when you have so much compacted in your soul and in your mind, um, you know, everybody with their mind, we, we compare, we delete, we distort, we generalize and assume information that's not just mm -hmm. said to us, our own words. And, I'm, you know, it, it's fortunate and it's unfortunate in a way that 92% of our thoughts each day are reoccurring from the previous day. So, and we only get so many thoughts per day. So it's like, what is the utilization of our thoughts on? Are they on something that's of value or are they uncertainty, loss, um, you know, unfulfillment, right? So that's what connecting to your core values allows you to do is have those thoughts and movements of certainty. Yes. And that's, that's really what I help people do. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, thoughts. And then that just... Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I was just going to say about thoughts, you know, yeah, we only have so many a day before they're exhausted and every thought, this is the way I see it. Every thought either brings you in this case, closer to your core values or further away from them. And if people think in Absolutely. the terms of, does this thought bring me closer to my core values or does this thought bring me further away? We can become more aware in controlling our thoughts, especially if we're on like autopilot or in our trance where our, you know, I call it our trance. We walk around in trances all day long, zoning off, right? Yes. <laughs> oh. so and, yes. And 
Oh, go, you finish and then I'll ask my question. Go for it, dear. Oh, that's okay. Go right ahead. I was going to say, so what are Bethany's core values? Your, your core five. What are your core five? We want to know what Bethany's core five values are. Yes. Oh my gosh. This was a really fun exercise, honestly. And there's a whole PDF exercise on how to find your core values and certain questions to ask because I thought, okay, uh, loyalty and honesty are really important to me, but then so are like 55 other values. So <laughs> what are really my high, right? So what are really, really important to me? And so I've narrowed them down on my five core, but then I thought, well, heck, you know, we have a core file on our computer and then we have sub files. So mm. why can't we create, you know, sub values beneath those core fives so we don't feel like we're limiting something that is part of us because you should never ignore something you feel. You just have to make sure you categorize it appropriately. And even those five have their own, uh, you know, rank within the value system. So for I hope me, you're all writing this down. <laughs> I, <laughs> Go. For me, and I, you know, I had to, think about this one for a minute because I thought, well, gosh, this sounds selfish. And my first one is vitality. And, you know, being a servant's heart, you have one. I think a lot of us have one. We don't think about ourselves first. And so vitality to me is like, oh, I, I immediately think of like working out, health, vitality, fitness, that sort of thing. But then if you really think about vitality and look at the definition of vitality, it encompasses so much more. And it's not just vitality in my physical being, which is very important because in order to serve others, you have to be, you know, you have to have the energy, mm. but it's vitality of spirit, vitality of mind, vitality in my finances, vitality in my thoughts, you know, vitality can, can reach so much and you know, am I elevated to my highest vitality in, in those areas of my life and being elevated in those areas of my life, making sure my whole body is in check and, and able to serve with my mind, body, my soul, my spirit, and my finances. Um, integrity is my second one and making sure that I stay in alignment with honesty, loyalty, those those things are sub values of integrity for me yes. because integrity is such a big word it's like what's integrity well then you know let's define integrity and so making sure I stay in check with that um compassion is a huge value of mine um I just I see a need and I want to meet it and sometimes it's like I, I, you kind of have to pause sometimes too and say is Let's be compassionate, but how much action do I need to take in this instance? You know, how much, and because we can, we can over extend ourselves with compassion and burnout and, yes. and I, and that's okay if we're, if we're seeing results, but it's to that person where you reach out with compassion and you want to help them. And they, and that was actually me in the very beginning of that relationship. I had people, you know, say, Oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't be in this. It doesn't look great. And they were there. And I just would ignore and ignore and ignore because I was, I wanted to, I wanted to check out. I didn't want to have to deal with it. And 
those are the type of people and, and instances where you can say something a couple times if people aren't willing to listen mm-hmm. or willing to budge or or make any effort towards making a change that's when you need to kind of withdraw take a step back you don't have to eliminate that person from your life but take a step back and and see some sort of effort otherwise you're just going to empty yourself um and then power i was like power I mean, I'm, I'm like kind of a, a quiet person, but power for me means the power to make choices um, and and freedom, um, freedom within those choices, power to yes. decide, you know, um, who am I going to to impact today? It, how what kind of job do I want to do the power in choice? What kind of job do I want to do that's going to give me the freedom to help the people the way I want to help them? Um, so that's, that's really my thought process on my, my core values. First thing that comes to mind uh, is what you talked about with selfishness. Um, and I know you and I both come from in a younger state, wanting to please others, wanting to fit in and wanting to get validation from our moms that we, you know, we're good enough or we can mm-hmm. hold up to our mom uh, or they're going to be proud of us. And so a lot of that now I look back is me giving my power away, trying to fit in, right? When no one's better at being me than me. We were meant to stand out, not to fit in, right? Um, so being selfish, yes. Being selfish now has a, a completely different meaning to me. Before it was, oh, how dare I put myself first? I got to put everyone else first. But now the way I see it mm-hmm. is if I don't put myself first, I'm being selfish. Because if I can't show up as 100% authentically me because I'm not taking care of myself, then I'm being selfish and showing up half ass to everyone else, not being able to share my story, right. not being being in a bad mood and not being able to help someone or smile at someone in the grocery store to turn their day around. Right. Right. So it brings on a whole new meaning with probably where we are today. Would, would you agree with that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it really, really, truly all does come down to us, not the circumstances around us. Yes. You know, and, and when you are connected to those, those values, you can recognize and change, right? The definition of change is awareness times willingness. You can be aware of something that needs to change in your life, but if you're not willing to do it, it's not going to change, Absolutely. you know? Um, and you could be willing to make the change, but if you're not aware of it, it's still not going to happen. So it's that perfect marrying of those two values that create the change. And, um, that, that has been a very big, something so simple has been a huge eye opener for me and has, has resulted in a lot of change in my life. Yeah, that's great. That is great. It is those simple things that compound into a large effect that I find all those little things that we do, like our daily habits, our daily voices, um, to ourselves, our daily, you know, choices that we make for ourselves, all of those create our, our larger results for sure. So it may be simple. You may think it's small, right? But at the same time is extremely significant to your outcome because it's what we do day in and day out for sure. So talking about um, selfishness, I have, I have a, a last question for you, Bethany. 
Okay. This is about you. This is about you. This is about no one else. Okay. This is wholeheartedly about oh, you boy. and what. Sure <laughs> All right. Ready? The question is yeah. because of the Shoot. name of the podcast is get what you want. What is it okay. that Bethany wants next? What does Bethany want next? What do you want? Oh my gosh. That's so broad. But I think really in a nutshell, I want to see people free and lit up and living in their highest potential. I love that. Absolutely love that. So much power in that. Bethany, for everyone listening who is just in awe like I am right now and wanting to connect with you beyond this podcast, what is uh, what is your social? What is the best way to reach you? Um, you know, connect with you. Maybe they want services from you or or just to follow you. Absolutely. Okay. Social is Bethany M. Nimmer. Super simple. It's just my name, Bethany Marie Nimmer, Bethany M. Nimmer. And then um, as of right now, if they want to connect, I do offer, you know, 15 to half an hour free connection calls. I don't like to call them discovery calls because I mean, I want to connect. I love to connect with people and see how I can serve them and help them connect with themselves. So um, there's a, there's a link for my calendar on there. If people are interested in, you know, knowing more about themselves and knowing more about how I can help them. I mean, there's so many different ways through neuroencoding and NLP and, you know, we use so many different modalities to help people um, that it's, it's really exciting and different, but you can follow my Calendly link and find out if we're the best fit through that connection call. So that's awesome. Thank you, Bethany, so much for being with us. It was a pleasure as always. And I can't wait to connect with you even more and, and talk more. We have so much to share, Bethany. Thank you for being on. Thank you, Jessica. I really am very honored to be here and value your time so much. And I value everyone else who took the time to listen and can't wait to connect. Awesome. We're out, everyone. Until next time, rock your life, own your choices, flex that power, because that is how you get what you want. See you later, everyone. Adios. Thank you.